It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Injection you got. It's a nanite explosive. The size of a rice grain, but as powerful as a hand grenade. You disobey me, you die. You try to escape, you die. You otherwise irritate or vex me, and guess what? You die. I'm known to be quite vexing. I'm just forewarning you. Lady, shut up! This is the deal. You're going somewhere very bad to do something that'll get you killed. But until that happens, you're my problem. Mm. So was that like a, a pep talk? Yeah, it was a pep talk. Grab what you need for a fight. We're wheels up in 10. You might want to work on your team motivation thing. You heard of Phil Jackson? Yeah. He's like the gold standard, OK? Triangle, bitch. Study. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Cinema Royale. I am Travis Opson of the Punch Drunk Critics. And you know what we're talking about today. It's Suicide Squad. Man, today has been a crazy day. Uh, it's always crazy when a major movie comes out and the reviews hit that day. Uh, like today, we were allowed to post our reviews. Some had already been up for a while. Uh, I, As usual, I avoid everybody else's reviews until I post my own. But uh, the response, of course, has been tremendous, uh, not tremendously good in a lot of cases. Uh, the reviews for the movie have not uh, have not been very good. Uh, in fact, that Rotten Tomatoes right now, I believe it's at 35%. Uh, hopefully my, my review helped it a little bit, uh, but who knows. But, the, but yes, the buzz on Suicide Squad has not been good, and it's causing all kinds of stories to leak out. Uh, we already knew about reshoots that took place a while back. Uh, if you follow punchdrunkcritics.com, then you have read all about that. Uh, more details have come out about that. 
just today. Uh, so, yeah, things are not looking good for Warner Brothers and Suicide Squad right now. Now, the upshot is that it's expected to do really, really well uh, this opening weekend. It's supposed to be doing about $140 million, uh, which is which is extraordinary. A, a great start. Um, now, does that mean uh, that it's going to continue to do those kinds of numbers? That's the big question. I mean, you look at you look at Batman vs Superman, which came out in March, and it opened with 166 million dollars, which is also great. Uh, how did it end up doing? It only doubled that <laughs> domestically. So it it opened awesome, and then like and then it just it just tanked from there on out. Yeah, it still made 100, 800, made 870 million dollars total worldwide, but. You know, it's Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. You expect a billion, and at least Warner Brothers does. Now, Warner Brothers is trying to correct the ship, uh, and we're going to talk about whether or not Suicide Squad does that for them. And we're also going to talk about, about you know, the impact that negative reviews have on movies, uh, you know, because the, the, what's going on with Suicide Squad you know, I'm going to talk about it a little bit with Jeff Lyles in, in, a, in, a, in a little while. But when the early reviews come out and they're in their negative, uh, people don't just judge the movies for themselves anymore. They don't. This is the negative impact of sites like Rotten Tomatoes, which you know, which I am a, I am a member of, so I'm a part of that. But the the, the 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 impact is that people just will go and check out Rotten Tomatoes' score. And if it's not high, then they just won't go. They won't judge for themselves. That's the impact. And we're going to talk about that a little bit with Jeff Lyles, who I believe is also on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so, yeah, so that's what we got going on today. But let's let's go ahead and jump right into that. Right, enough of me rambling about, about Suicide Squad. Let's talk about Suicide Squad with Jeff Lyles of Lyles Movie Files. My big brother, brother, what's up, man? What's up, man? How are we doing? I'm good. Did you just finish watching Big Brother? Yeah, I did. I watched that trash. <laughs> this season is so bad, so bad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not the best season so far. I I don't I I find myself rooting for for James and Nicole, and uh, who's Nicole, the girl that James? Uh, who's the girl Natalie. that James likes? Natalie. Natalie. I like the cheerleader. Yeah, she's so she's so goddamn fun that I can't help but yeah. root for. She's yeah. pretty goddamn hot, so. <laughs> so I can't help but root for her. But yeah, this has not not been the best season. They, they, that, that show needs an overhaul. I mean, as much as I I'll, I'll always watch it every summer, it still needs an overhaul, I think. So yeah, tremendously. Yeah. Yes. No, no more uh, recruits. <laughs> People who actually watch yes. the show no one extend their fake careers. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We, we could do All a right, whole show talk. on my gripes of the season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk about Suicide Squad. Now, Suicide Squad uh, opens off Friday. Uh, reviews have been out for a little while. Uh, here in D.C., we were able to put ours up today. Um, and I have received a lot of responses from my review already. Uh, nice. People have been anxiously awaiting uh, uh, what my thoughts on the movie were. And, and here's the way I put it. You know, basically, this movie is not the disaster that a lot of people I know who have already seen it were trying to make it to be. It's not a disaster, but I, but I feel like I'm an outsider because I also didn't feel that Man of Steel 
and Batman vs Superman were out, were were disasters. I felt like they were they were perfectly fine. I enjoyed them while acknowledging their problems. And I feel the same way about Suicide Squad, in that it has a ton of problems. Uh, the villain is is awful. Uh, it's essentially the Enchantress played by Cara Delevingne. Uh The villain is weak. Uh, the mm-hmm. plot is razor thin. Uh, and tonally, it's a little bit awkward at times, which I kind of expected, mm-hmm. considering it's a movie about villains, and you have to make it so that we care about these villains. So I, so I understand why it's a little bit tonally awkward. But for me, seeing this ragtag group all together was more than enough to, to make it entertaining. Uh, from Deadshot, uh, who is you know Will Smith being Will Smith under the cover of Big Deadshot, uh, <laughs> which is fine. Um, and he's got a beard. <laughs> exactly. Important. And they even threw in a little bit of pursuit of happiness for him in there too by having him have a a kid to yeah. <laughs> to anguish over. It felt like I was watching Pursuit of Happiness for a minute. Um, and and uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Uh, Jay Courtney as as Boomerang, who I thought was stole the show for me, um, and also Jared Leto's Joker, which I appreciate his performance, and we could talk about that in a little bit as well. But to me, that group of characters and those actors and those, like I said, those villains together was enough to make me uh, have a lot of fun with this, even if I recognize that that the the narrative has some problems. Uh, but what did you overall think about Suicide Squad? Because I didn't get a chance to talk to you about it. So what did you think? Well, I'm right there with you holding the flag and trying to raise it up from its depths of 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like you, I was right there with Man of Steel. I I liked Batman versus Superman, the theatrical version, but I loved the the, the home video release that they should have put out in the first the place. Cut. Ultimate cut. Oh man, the ultimate cut's so yeah. much better. I just watched it on Sunday, like right because I was getting ready for this, so I watched Man of Steel and, and BVS back oh, to nice. back. And, and it was the first yeah. time I had watched the ultimate cut of, of BVS, and I was like, damn, it is a lot better. Uh, yes, it's it's still crazy long, but it's so much better. It is. It's so funny because it's like you know the first one was long anyway. That an extra 30 minutes doesn't feel so much longer. It's like, oh, okay. Right. I've committed to it. It's like watching the Lord of the Rings movies. Extended edition. <laughs> but yeah, I like Suicide Squad. I, I thought it was, it was, I guess this is the difference between releasing a Suicide Squad movie and the Avengers, or on the DC side, releasing a Justice League movie, or even a Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. These guys are fringe characters. I mean, they're probably lower on the the mainstream scale than Guardians of the Galaxy were on yep. in terms of DC groups that they could put out in the movie. So they were always kind of this weird choice for the, the next up. Um, but I thought they did that concept well. I mean, they don't have a ton of awesome villains to draw from. So I knew that was going to be a sketchy point, and I was kind of worried Joker was going to just overrun the movie to compensate. But I thought yeah. that was, I don't know, outside of toning down some humor and coming up with better CGI bad guys uh, who don't look like uh, fruit berries. Yeah, they, those were not, yeah, I called them, they looked like, they looked like old grapes. They were terrible. So bad. I was like, this is, yeah, they were terrible. This is like <laughs> <They were terrible. laughs> 1990 Super NES 
video game villain. Like, oh, outside of that, I liked it a lot. Yeah, and, and I actually think I, I think it was an inspired move, but for having to have them uh, use the Suicide Squad as as the the first real branching out of the extended DC universe, uh, it was smart because you get to see a totally different aspect of, of the DC universe that's still connected. We see, you know, we see mm-hmm. Batman who has a, a more prominent role in this movie than I think people uh, expect. He's not in it a lot, yeah. but his part is his part is big. Uh, and there's mm-hmm. another uh Justice Leaguer that shows up in the movie too. Most people probably already know who it is, but I'll just leave it at that. Uh who shows yeah. up for a the, the the exact scene he should show up in. Is the, right. is the way I would put it. Yep. Exactly. No, where, nothing where else needed. Great thing. Right, exactly. He didn't need to do anything else. That was enough. Um but I think that was that was smart for them to do that to show us a different side of the DC universe. Uh, and not just bring us more heroes. I don't need to see a bunch of C list mm. and F list heroes. I want to see what other corners of, of the of DC look like. So I thought this was this was a, a smart move uh, on their part. And one thing I really liked was how they used it to to create a natural progression to Justice League. Like, okay, mm-hmm. here th- this way didn't work, so let's try this next way without spoiling too much. Right. But I, I liked how that built up to Justice League. Yeah, yeah, me too, and. Uh, you know, and what I was what I was thinking about was uh, was how close to the comics this really was. Uh, Julian, you know, our friend Julian Lytell, we were talking about because we were both big Suicide Squad fans. Uh, the comic mm-hmm. uh, by John Ostrander, who gets a shout out in the movie, uh, mm-hmm. John Ostrander, which so keep an eye out for that. Um, and it really is just like the comic in terms of tone. The, the comic's tone was mm-hmm. was always a little bit off, was always a little bit peculiar. Um, yeah. And the movie's like that too. It's like I said, there are some sometimes where the the tones don't quite gel. Uh, there are times where it's extremely rebellious and rambunctious, and other times where it's it's kind of grim and dark. And sometimes it feels a little bit forced. Like you're like, okay, that doesn't quite fit right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like but you know, that's... joking. <laughs> Every time we, we had a lot of we had a, we had a lot like, of fun yeah. talking about Killer Croc. Yeah, he he was, they, they, they he was not the just one make guy. Him a, the tone didn't work. Yeah, his tone was he, way they, off. They did not just make Killer Croc a black guy. They made him, and as I as I said, <laughs> this is gonna this will this will make me have to to up the uh the the rating on this episode, but I don't care. I said uh they didn't just make him a black guy. They made him a nigga. Especially <laughs> 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 that finally. Like, Especially that final scene. That caps everything off. <laughs> yeah, but what yeah. Suicide Squad does is it introduces us to it, 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 it's sort of the paranormal side with Enchantress. You know, so we get mm-hmm. a little bit of that. We haven't seen that in the DCU yet. And characters like Killer Croc. You know, these, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and El Diablo, who have legitimate superpowers. Guys who have like real metahuman powers, you know, besides just Superman, you know. So we're seeing we're seeing those characters now, not just really skilled people like Batman. So I mm-hmm. like that it was able to do that, and this is coming ahead of of the Wonder Woman movie and all that stuff. So we're seeing a, a branching out of the universe. I think that was really mm-hmm. smart. Now, yeah. where I and, and, I, and I, we I, got to see our boy. Oh, go ahead. 
No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I like that they did that. And Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. They didn't act like this is the first time these superpowers, as they call them, metahumans, were around. They've been kind of aware of these guys, but now they finally have a way to make use of them. And so now they're going to tap into this resource. We're kind of making like a meta-human arms race, and we got to get to them before this country does, and we got to use them to do all this kind of, you know, underhanded, shady stuff that we couldn't do with our flag-waving Superman, but we can do it with these guys. And I like how Superman has been sort of the impetus for everything that's happened. Yeah. People criticize yeah. Man of Steel for the movie that it was, uh, essentially being an origin story, I thought that was perfect because yeah. this is exactly what I was hoping it was going to do. Batman, there were three problems with Batman vs Superman. It sprang organically from what happened in Man mm-hmm. of Steel, and then this movie does as well. You know, you get to see what the government's reaction to a character like Superman mm-hmm. existing really would be. We didn't get that in any of the other movies, really. I mean, I, I, I like that. No. I think there's a everybody just took it by the face value. Oh, okay, Tony Stark's Iron Man, great. Okay. And Captain America. Yeah, no. Oh, there's a guy with the hammer. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's the one thing where work. DC's had this super advantage. Like, for everybody complaining about how slow of uh, Batman or Superman was, it was like, that's exactly how it would be if a guy was super powered. Everybody would right. be trying to, to come down on him. Half the people would love him, and the other half would be, well, what's he doing? What's he thinking? And I understood why yeah. he was bummed out. And I like that now they're setting up a way for when he does come back. I'm sorry if I spoiled anything for anyone. That he's <laughs> not going to be the same sad character. He's going to be like, okay, they needed me, they missed me, and I can come back and, and enjoy and, and actually be Superman that I guess some people really, really missed and thought was lacking so far. And this was another yeah. way to kind of show, oh, gosh, we really miss Superman because this is the other side of this. So I like how they're building their universe. Yeah, yeah me too. Did you feel, uh, with Suicide Squad, did you feel at any point that they were, uh, you know, kind of shoving it down your throat that these are bad characters, that these are bad guys? Because uh, that seems like one of, the, one of the common complaints that I've heard about the movie. Did you feel that way? I felt more like they were being sarcastic, like, oh, yeah, you know, they're a little bit of bad guy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we're the good, we're not the good guys, we're the bad guys. It just kind of, you know, we're we're not heroes, but we're just these expendable guys who 
it doesn't matter to anybody because we're the bad guys. I didn't feel like they were getting clubbed over the head, but I felt like maybe they said it a couple too many times. But but that that had a lot to do with a lot of dead shot where he was talking way too much for me. But I know why. So. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have, have to. You kind of have to keep quiet. So. Yeah. Exactly, and that's why he doesn't wear that mask very often either. <laughs> because I was shocked he wore it more than once. I was like, "Whoa, okay." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was exactly. Because the mask is cool. I mean, the whole the mask is that's what makes his outfit so cool. They can do whatever else with with the designs is the same, but the mask is what really sets it off. Like this dude looks yeah. like he will kill you, and yeah. So yeah, and I was that that beard was bothering me, but yeah. Yeah, they did make uh, Deadshot a to- the, the exact badass he should have been. I mean, ba- Deadshot mm-hmm. was was really really cool in this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Just as uh, just as Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn was. I mean, there's a reason why people yeah. are so excited for her, and why she's probably gonna why she's it looks like she's getting her own movie uh, because mm-hmm. she is sort of the standout in the film. She's so so totally bonkers. It's it's kind of like she wandered in from some Gonzo film. Uh, into this one, which is good. I mean, she I mean, everybody's kind of crazy in this movie, but she still stands out as crazier than the rest. Uh, she's really I she crazy. Was fantastic. Yeah, oh yeah, she's, she's really great. Good. That's that's exactly how Harley Quinn should be in a live action interpretation of the character. She was all over the place. You never knew what she was going to say, what she was going to do. But I like that her overall character motivation was exactly how it should be. Uh, I won't spoil too much on that, but I just liked how yeah. her focus was what it should have been with every portrayal we've seen her, whether cartoon, comic books, and now the movie. And, and I can't really believe cool. I, I read a couple of reviews where people were upset that she was so sexualized in the film. How the oh, fuck have you ever seen Harley Quinn before? Oh, she's sexual. She's always sexualized. I mean, she's sexualized even back in the animated series when she first debuted. I mean, she's always sexualized. And that's just kind of how she is. I mean, I, I don't understand why he'd be upset by it. Especially with Margot Robbie in the suit. Yeah. I'm definitely not upset yeah. that she's sexualized. Yeah. They should sexualize her more, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird that she got this because it's like, yeah, she's crazy. So why wouldn't she dress like that? Because she doesn't care. And uh, it was weird because there have been so many other superhero movies where, I mean, I don't remember too many complaints about Psylocke's outfit, and that's pretty much the same deal. I mean, and she had this window that was totally unnecessary in her costume, and that wasn't even like the comic book. <laughs> but and her it's, outfit... It's essential. It's essential to Harley Quinn. I mean, it's 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 all yeah. part of who she is. She's not super powered or anything like that. One of her things, she's just totally unhinged. But she's smart enough to know that her looks and her her sexuality is a weapon, and she uses mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's I don't understand why. But then again, this is why I hate, I hate reading reviews of other critics, especially when it comes to superhero movies. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Because because it's a lot of people who don't seem to know anything, and I'm not saying they have to go and read every issue of Suicide Squad to understand mm-hmm. who these characters are. I, I, I would never expect that. Um, in fact, the movie always needs to be But you know, it's like when they, when they complain that. about the Bond babes being overly sexualized, too. Oh, wait, that doesn't right. happen. <laughs> they're, they're perfectly disposable, but Harley Quinn, who who uses it as a weapon, as a distraction, that, that's a problem. 
I need to stop reading reviews in general. I mean, I, I, I normally I don't. <laughs> no, no, normally I don't. I mean, it's it's one of my things. I don't like reading other people's reviews. I don't even read my own reviews to be honest. Uh, once I write them, they're just kind of gone and out of mind. But on occasion, I have. You know, on occasion, I'll check out other people. What other people say. When, for, usually, when it comes to movies like this, you know, uh, the superhero movies that I have a particular affinity for or a particular knowledge of. I like to read the reviews of critics I know don't have it, <laughs> don't have that level of knowledge, just enough, just to see what they say, and just not yeah. to judge them, but just to see what they say and what their take on it is from somebody who's not, you know, familiar with it like I am. And you know, and on occasion you get into situations like this where it's like, oh, Harley Quinn, why is she so sexualized? Like, come on, man, oh, come on. Of all the problems you could have with the movie, her outfit shouldn't be the main thing. I know, I know. Should not be the issue. Uh, what did you think of Jared Leto's Joker? Because this is a oh, big topic yeah. discussion for people, of course. I cannot wait to get to this part. Okay, so when I saw that first design, I was like, oh, gosh, this is going to be the worst Joker ever. Why does he have tattoos? Mm-hmm. Why does he have a grill? This is going to be terrible. And they're going to make him the focus of this whole movie, and it's going to be terrible because of it. And Joker is going to be a Joker movie, not a Suicide Squad movie. And... And from the second he showed up, I was like, oh, wow. They they actually got the comic book version of Joker right. He was he was totally unpredictable in every – you had no clue what he was going to do. He was scary, and he just seemed as unhinged as Harley Quinn was. He was like ten times as bad. And I just liked the way he played it. And, and it was crazy because I was – I knew they were going to – just overwhelmed the movie with him but when it was over I wanted to see more of his take on Joker I thought that yeah. was a big win because that was a character I knew they were gonna I mean we've seen Joker in so many of these live action movies but I felt like wow there, there's a whole different avenue and road for him to play in with this with his take on it yeah yeah it's, 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 it's another Joker. reason this is. <laughs> I definitely want to. See, you know, we got to see the Joker whenever Ben Affleck yeah. does his, his Batman movie. But but look, this is another reason why I, why I wanted to look at other people's reviews because because you know Jared Leto and in my review I, I I compared Jared Leto's uh, Joker or at least his his signing on to play the Joker at, uh similar to when Pete Myers had to replace Michael Jordan as shooting guard for the Bulls. And it was after he retired, and you were like, "Well, this is doomed for failure." You know, this is this is doomed for failure. No matter how good he might be, it's never going to be good enough. This just not the way. It's just not the way it goes. This is not the way it can ever be. He could have scored thirty points a game, and people would have been, would have been like, "Yeah, but he ain't Jordan." So yeah, Jordan would have scored thirty-five. Yeah, and if he would have been like, "Man, where's Jordan at?" So I mean, so <laughs> that's kind of, and that's exactly how it's played out. People have have. Uh, done nothing but compare Leto to Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson and even Cesar freaking Romero. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> come on, y'all. I mean, it's, but what I like about what Leto did is that he didn't try to emulate them at uh-huh. all. Uh, he did his yeah. own version of the Joker. He's slicker. He's more persuasive. Uh, he's, he's different. He's just totally different. I like that mm-hmm. he looks different, sounds different, moves yeah. different. He's not like them. And it's like people can't yeah. handle that. But if he had tried to actually copy what Heath Ledger had done, they would have complained about that too. Yeah, they would have mm-hmm. complained about it. 
So it's like it was a no-win situation for him. But for me, it worked. I loved his Joker. And I thought mm-hmm. that his, that he was in the movie just enough. Yeah, I've heard, I've said, I've seen other complaints. Oh, Joker's barely in it. Well, yeah, he's not barely. It. He's he's not barely yeah. in it. He's in it just enough. And he's a yeah. he's a big factor in the movie in multiple scenes. Driving part he's of not the movie. barely in it. He's just not the focus. But nobody mm-hmm. who saw the promos for this thought that Joker was part of the Suicide Squad. Like he was never going to be not. in the team. Like, right. Man, I hope they, they, they never even tried to hide it. No shit. They almost showed us another one before the screening, too. It almost made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, we're about to see it. It's okay now. It's like, goddamn. <laughs> Hold the trailer. Yeah. But no, they but, managed but, to, to at least have some surprises yeah. in there. And yeah. And they definitely never framed it like they were going to be joined, or Joker was joining the squad to give him a little boost of craziness. But yeah, I thought they they used him perfect because it made you want to see more. Yeah, and I actually liked that he had kind of a sort of kind of heroic story arc in this one, where he's not totally being selfish, like he's doing something for someone else in it. And I liked how that played out throughout the movie. Like he was he was kind of more heroic in the I'm not going to let this stop me. I want to keep going to get my goal, which is cool in the night. Yeah. Yeah, well, only for her. Well, I didn't want to only for only for her, only for Harley Quinn, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's because she was so overly sexualized. <laughs> well, I like the way that they portrayed their relationship. Everybody knows their relationship, and I think they mm-hmm. they handled it very very well in the movie. Um, but I see. Your hey, point, did you though, catch that little he... Easter egg in there? Like in that one? part where they were doing the the character summations where they were explaining who everybody was and they were doing like their uh you know no uh, no now you, got, now you gotta tell me now you gotta tell me who it is, what it was i don't care you can spoil it uh, go ahead okay so when they were doing harley quinn's and they were running through all her stuff they put mm-hmm. uh accomplice to the murder of robin i did not notice that yeah because you know one of the uh. rumors early on was that this was that Leto's Joker was Jason Todd, who had been corrupted yeah, that was, and became yeah, Joker. That was, a, that was a rumor that was I'm glad that happen. didn't yeah. happen. And was a terrible rumor. yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So I'm wondering if yeah. we're going to see how that plays out in the Affleck Batman movie. Yeah, maybe. I, was like, oh, okay. I mean, we always kind of yeah, we we knew that it was Joker who who ended up killing Robin. Uh, we didn't know that Harley Quinn was involved, though. So that's a, yeah, which I thought was a neat twist on it. It is a neat twist. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, look. Overall, I, I, I gave this movie in, in my review. I gave it a three out of five. I thought it was I thought it was enjoyable, but I got a lot of issues with it. Um, in particular, like I said, the villain was was atrocious. CGI is, is bad. <laughs> CGI is bad. Wait, 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 wait. The, I got to I read your review. Now I gotta. Have a bone with you on that part. Now, now we're okay. in total agreement on those terrible um, grunt villains, but I actually liked the CGI in the final battle. I thought that played okay. out really nice, and I liked how they were, you know, dancing around in the rain doing their thing. And yeah, I liked how that played out. But yeah, those villains are awful. Well, but you just didn't like it overall. Enchantress huh? was well. Enchantress was Enchantress was a bad villain. 
Uh, Are you she, talking she about the we never given any reason to care. Yes, Enchantress, Cara Delvinia's character. No, I'm joking, because that's awesome. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She did. Was she oh. was just shaking Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That's what I said. That's why I said she, all she did was gyrate while the, while the world machine thing was, world engine thing was going on. Wait, wait. The world engine's property of Krypton. I know that. But it was essentially the same. It was essentially the same thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it was was doing the same thing. It was doing the same thing. (laughs) On on a very weaker schedule. She just didn't have anything to do in the movie. She had no no motivation that we would care about. Uh, Her connection to to Rick Flagg by Joel Kinnaman was not established enough for me to care. Her her sibling, her relationship with her sibling brother did not matter at all. It was just nothing to it at all. I think she's one of the worst villains that we've seen in a comic book movie ever. I can't think of one that's worse. Oh, uh, oh man! Then I I'm, can't think of one that's worse. in modern times. I can't think of one that's worse. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse is better than her. At least he spent an entire movie gathering his forces. She didn't have any, oh, she didn't even man. do that. That why why did he need those forces? Because they needed them because the combo got them? Gosh, he, he needs to well, oh, heads for, off for, in the beginning okay. when he didn't have any power. Okay, for okay, for Apocalypse, the reason why he gathers his forces is a warship thing. It's as much about that as anything else because he sees himself as a god, so he always has his worshipper, his closest worshippers around him. So that's why he does it. It, it makes sense for why he does that. But there's there's no reason or anything that Enchantress does, at least nothing that I found to be worth caring about. So, okay, she's not good. How about I, I like, see, I like the Mandarin. How, how about he was, I like Trevor Slattery. I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was a funny play on what our expectations for the Mandarin was. I, mm. I love that. I did not need him to be the Mandarin we thought we was going to be in the comics. Shit, we can get that Mandarin if, you know, later on if we want to. I like that this, oh, was, a, that this was a and that there was a different there was a different villain behind everything. I like that. There's nothing wrong with that. Is Juggernaut modern? But he's not the main villain. He's just a, a gutter guy running oh, around right, in a band. Right, right. I'm yeah, talking main villain. Very bad one. All right, all right. Main villain. Mm-hmm. He, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to Remotely close would be like uh, Mickey Rourke in Iron Man Two, and even he's better than her. Nah, yeah, he's, so, he's better. Yeah, I never they understood just the hate on Iron Man Two. But... Wow, I'm perfectly fine. Well, hey, 
I'm perfectly fine uh-huh. with Iron Man. I'm perfectly fine yeah. with Iron Man. Too. Uh, but, but yeah, but there's there's no reason to like Enchantress or care about anything that she's doing. In fact, the movie doesn't really seem to care much about what she's doing either. So, I was upset that they were in Midway City and we didn't get another Justice League cameo. Because, like, what's the see? point of being here? Hawkman. Oh, well, I mean, come on. Yeah. It's a ground, the flying ground. So I was I, like, what's, what's yeah. the deal? I just you want a little reference to that museum exhibit curated by Carter ever, Hall. That's all I needed. You might, not, you might not ever see him in a Warner oh, Brothers movie. They put him in Smallville and Arrow. Oh, that's right. You don't need to see him. He's not interesting he's anyway. Clean. He's got a mace. Yeah, no thanks. He's too fucking complicated. He, he hangs with Superman and flies a mace. He's way too complicated. You don't, this is their movie. They can make him as uncomplicated as they need to. No, they don't. They, they, they he really flies. Do that. All right. No, that's okay. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, so uh, so uh, let's <laughs> let's take a quick break. <laughs> We and I come back. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the reactions to uh, the Suicide Squad because I, I find them I find them funny. Uh, so uh, we'll deal. be right back. soundtrack for this uh i appreciate it and that was also a clip from uh from the film featuring joker and harley quinn all right so uh jeff jeff Lyles of Lyles movie files is with me uh in the in the like the last like 10 minutes since i i checked it uh suicide squad has fallen to 31 percent on rotten tomatoes now <laughs> Jeez. It was higher than you can only do so much people not our fault. <laughs> yeah. no. It's like, come on, man. Um, so yeah, it was. It is not going well. I think at this point, it's lower than Batman vs Superman on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I think so. That Let me check. I know. I know. What is it at? Oh no, Batman vs Superman is still at twenty-seven percent. So, 
Uh, it's, 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 it's kind of ridiculous to me that these movies can be ranked so low. There's there's no way. Now, look, critic, the critical consensus is always lower than, than the audience, because the audience for Batman vs. Superman still have given it a 65%, which ain't that bad. Um, 35% for, for Man of Steel <laughs> with audience. Man of Steel is the best one, and it has 55% with critics. It's 75% with audiences. Yeah. So I mean, so the critical reviews are always are always less. The theme, at least when it comes to uh, at least when it comes to Warner Brothers, and I feel like yeah. at this point, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna reach the point where Warner Brothers just stops uh, screening their movies. They're just gonna be like, "Fuck you," because because <laughs> no, seriously, because critics are, I think I think critics have started to to have it out for Warner Brothers, and I don't say this, you know, I don't take this lightly. I don't say this lightly. But I do feel like there there has there has the tide has turned on Warner Brothers with critics, and now they're just they're looking to hammer these movies as 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 badly as possible. It seems now because there's like there's no way this movie is a thirty one percent, at least in my opinion. And that's looking at it objectively, it's not a thirty one percent. There's no way Batman vs Superman is a twenty seven percent. These these yeah. things don't make any any kind of logical sense to me. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't understand why why critics are acting this way. Is it just and maybe you can answer this? Is it just that there's such a love for Marvel that they feel like they need to kind of stamp down their their major competition in Warner Brothers? You think so? Marvel versus hashtag Team DC. Here's something else that that's, I thought that's, funny. That's, I'm such a, that's such a that's such a fanboy thing. That's such a thing that like like I used to do back in the day when I was a kid. Like, oh, I like the X Men, man. Fuck the Justice League. But now you think you'd be over that. Here's <laughs> you know, some perspective. Green Lantern's at twenty six percent. Yeah, come on. All right, I don't know. Really, I mean, oh man, Batman Forever is at forty. <laughs> 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 All right, all right, all right. All is still right with the world. Catwoman is still the lowest at 9%. Nice, right. Oh, well, that's that's good then. That's good then. All right. So yeah, let me look at some of the quotes later on. Looking at some of the quotes on Rotten Tomatoes uh, it, are right. kind of funny. Uh, here's some, some loser named Jeff Lyles who says, it didn't need to be anything uh, more than anything fun and entertaining entry. <laughs> oh, wait, okay. No, that was a good one. That's a positive one. Okay. Uh, one of the hey. negative ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to search to find one, didn't you? There are a handful on the front page. Uh, I'm not on the front nice. page. Which is, is, you know. um, let's Depends see. when you put it on. Yeah. <laughs> it, the filmmaker, yeah, I put mine on really early this morning. Uh, the filmmaker in the studio's inexplicable decision to construct a building without first laying a foundation was self evidently a bad one. I don't know what that even means. Wow. Um, I, I, I really don't even know what that means. First laying a foundation was self evidently a bad one. Okay. Uh, Aren't you supposed to lay a foundation when you build something? I don't. I don't know. I mean, well, you said first. they didn't. He said they didn't first lay a foundation. Oh, uh, really? I mean, that was yeah, a whole first I, hour. I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. Uh, here's a here's a brilliant one from from Christy Lemire, who I never really liked. It's massive, messy, and noisy, and it stinks. Well, what that's a brilliant analysis Boy, right there. If, if there was like the anti-box cover, that would be one. 
I mean, what does that even? That, that's, that's not. You can apply that to any movie. What specifically about this movie? I mean, come on now. <laughs> it's noisy. That summer movie's noisy. <laughs> I know. Hey, uh, you know what? Honestly, my least favorite criticism of any movie, and this goes for even like the Michael Bay Transformers movies, which I don't like, and you know that I don't like those movies. But I hate the criticism that they're noisy. What the fuck does it even mean? Yeah. I mean? It's a big blockbuster movie with explosions and fight scenes. Uh, well, yeah, if you're in a movie in a multiplex in a in an in a IMAX, it's going to be noisy. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand that criticism. So yeah, especially Michael Bay movies. I don't know. Yeah. Right, so Dark of the Moon yeah. Transformers is higher than Suicide Squad. It's at thirty five percent. Something is wrong. Ugh. <laughs> Very wrong. I mean, yeah. Come on, people. Ugh. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I feel like you people know, we, we go love... in with these DC movies looking to like. All right, we didn't like how we don't like the we don't like the way that they're putting this together. It's not the Marvel way. So let's yes. trash it because they're not doing this. They're the not right doing way. what Marvel's doing. Yeah. yeah, and that, that I mentioned that in my review. I don't like it when people. I, I hate when people complain that the movies are are too dark. You know, I mean, it's like I don't want them to do what Marvel does. I don't want them to do yeah. exactly what Marvel does. I want them to do what they want to do. I want them to do something mm-hmm. different. You know, and but people don't seem to accept that. And you know, having watched the entire Marvel universe like two or three times now, it's mm-hmm. not it's not all roses all the way through. That it's not it's not all good. <laughs> Okay. What's your low point on that? Since you like uh, Mandarin, the Mandarin, that's always my the low lowest, point. The lowest, the lowest point for Marvel is in the beginning. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I never was a huge fan of Iron Man. It, it's okay. I don't dislike mm-hmm. any of the Marvel movies, I, but there are a, a lot of them that I feel are just okay, and a okay. few that are amazing. So, but it's like to me, it starts off really weak, like Iron Man, and then it's the Incredible Hulk. And those are like two, just kind of average movies to me. They're kind of fun, but they're they're pretty average. Uh, Iron Man two is 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 pretty average, you know. And then you get into Thor and Captain America, which are both very average, <laughs> in my opinion. Oh that man, first, come on now. That whole first phase is 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 kind of mediocre. I mean, they're not bad, but there's nothing memorable about any of those movies to me. Like none of them. It doesn't get Marvel doesn't hit its stride for me until until the Avengers, and then it's like something clicked, and that's when it's like okay, and then from there on they've been rolling, but but before that, they're not. To, before that, they are no better than Warner Brothers to me. They're trying. To, they were like drink this Kool Aid, and you said no, thank you, sir. They're trying to feel their way. I mean, they're they're trying. You can just tell that they're trying to figure out how this universe thing is going to work. And it took them some movies to figure it out. I mean, you can if you look at look at all their their post credit scenes. They don't none of, some of them don't make any sense. Like they don't connect. You know, it's like okay, it's like you can tell they're kind of flying by the seat of their pants a little bit, and that's understandable. I understand that. Like that didn't make me hate Marvel or anything that they're doing. It, I because I could see they're still figuring this thing out, and I feel like Warner Brothers is still in that phase of trying to figure it out. Now the problem is. Marvel was like ten movies deep by the time Warner Brothers got off the ground with Man of Steel. <laughs> so people yeah, are like, real why aren't you? Why aren't you instantly like Marvel? It's like that's not the way it works. 
That whole Green Lantern franchise that was going to be the foundation didn't quite set the world on fire. Right. That fucked them up bad. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I mean, it really did mess with that. That was going to be mean, their big thing. Yeah. It, 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 people just don't know. That that whole Green Lantern exercise really, really hurt them. It's not as simple as just, oh, well, we'll just start over. No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I mean, you have to you have to totally rethink an entire vision, and but the hardest part is changing perceptions because people look at yeah. Green Lantern and all they think about is this movie stinks. I don't want to see anymore. That hurts. That's the reason and he's not in a green. He's not that Justice League poster. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're not going to see his ass until like 2020. Let's get that for you, Hal. <laughs> see you later, buddy. <laughs> Well, that's that's, 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 the setbacks like that are a big deal. If they could have convinced Christopher Nolan to be like, man, could you please just make your movie could, you know, part of our universe, please? That would have solved a lot of problems. But, <laughs> but Nolan was like, nah, my thing is standalone, y'all. He was <laughs> y'all like, nah, it. bro, I'm good. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this nah, growly voice Batman is all mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, you guys go do your thing over there. <laughs> I'm good, My man. thing is okay. <laughs> I've got me. But that stuff I'm good. But that stuff hurts them. And, and Marvel just has such a, a lead on them that people can't, people can't, you know, they can't give Warner Brothers the space to, to, to grow. Mm-hmm. They, they just, they, they can't have it. And I think that that kind of stuff is unfair. And I don't know if they'll ever get past it. I mean, I don't know if there'll ever be a movie. That, I guess the, the the next best shot is Wonder Woman, because people seem to be oh, legitimately yeah. excited for that. But then again, people were legitimately excited for Suicide Squad. So, but, but then again, Let's I'm, I'm see, getting I feel like they're going to have to be PC correct. You know how, like you mentioned, they're going to have mm. to follow the momentum train where where it's normal to bash the DC stuff. They can't go and line up and take shots at Wonder Woman because, you know, this is, this is a DC movie, but how does it look if we bash a female superhero movie? I mean, this is going to be right. the first one in, you know, forever. So I think they're going to have to just eat it. And I think Wonder Woman is going to be the breakout hit that they want one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, with the critics. That's a, that's a good point, though. Yeah, that's a good point, and maybe we're getting a bit of maybe I'm getting a bit ahead of myself here when it comes to Suicide Squad because it's projected to make maybe about 140 million dollars this, this week, which is a really good start. It doesn't need to be as big of a hit as mm-hmm. as Batman vs Superman and Wayne Steel needed to be because I don't think it costs quite as much. Um, he has Captain Boomerang, Katana, and El Diablo. Exactly. 140 is good for a total gross. So even if they make 20 million <laughs> the rest of the way, they're good. <laughs> 
no, man. Yeah, and who, who knew oh, that before? Let me, let me take that back because Suicide Squad costs $175 million. So I take that back. Uh, it does need to be a hit. Uh, but, but $140 million is still a really good start if that's what it makes. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Um, but it might be another situation where, where you know, the critic reviews are shitty, but the audiences really like it. And, and you know, and the problem is with that is that the critic side of things always wins out in the discussion. Yeah. Like, you never hear anybody talk about, well, man, uh, Batman or Superman has 65% rot- Rotten Tomatoes from the fans. No one ever says that. Those yeah. words have never... Those words have never come out of any analyst's mouth ever about that movie. It's always, let's talk about that 31%. Right? Let's talk about those okay. guys who saw it for free. Exactly. Let's talk about the 31% from the people who saw it, who didn't pay for the shit. <laughs> Not the, the 65% of the people Their voice who means did more. pay. Yeah. As someone who went to pay... To see Man of Steel the second time and Batman vs. Superman, I can talk. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. Crazy. It's crazy. And I'm hoping I'll probably get a chance to see Suicide Squad again soon. Uh, is it on IMAX? It's on IMAX, isn't it? I thought so. It's one or ten, dude. Let me check it's what? real fast. I'm, I think I'm one is pretty the... much makes a point, too. I'm just seeing if it's at the Uvar Hazy IMAX. If it is, I want to go this week. Let me check Friday. Friday. Yep, it is. Oh, yeah. They they don't let that IMAX money slip by. Oh, hell no. Suicide Squad, an IMAX 3D experience. Yes. Now, I would love to see that on IMAX. That would be interesting. I'm curious what the 3D would look like. Me too. I am too. That's an interesting poster they have up for it too. That's a I've never seen that one with the bowl of cereal. Huh. I've never seen yeah, that poster. Yeah, yeah. How did I miss that one? Okay. <clears> but yeah, they released twenty different posters. Yes. The 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 pro, the press tour for for uh, Suicide Squad has been hella annoying. Uh, <laughs> just is a new a new trailer every other day. My legitimate concern was that there wasn't going to be anything left to see. And it's like, what was there going to be new? But they actually did a pretty good job of keeping a lot of it secret. Um, I think what they did was they showed a lot, but it was all from like the same basic general footage, like the same time period. <laughs> kind of like how they do yeah. with Deadpool, where there were like a dozen trailers for that, but it was all of them on the street. <laughs> uh, don't so, worry, we're not spoiling much. Yeah, yeah, so... And uh, if anybody's going to see Suicide Squad this weekend, uh, be sure you stick around through the credits because there is something that happens. Although I have to admit, I felt like that post-credit scene was was pretty. They could have they could have left it out. They didn't do anything for me. I, I well, you know, because of the people involved, I liked it, and I liked how one person knew another person's deal. I liked that, um, but yeah. I, I thought that was. One of the confessions DC Warner made where it's like, all right, y'all expect these post-credit scenes will do it with a character that y'all seem to like, and so we can test the waters for later. Um, I, I like that because it's just become, you know, Marvel's made that such a event for these comic book movies. It has to end with some sort of post-credit scene, and I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think that's a bad thing for 
Warner DC to do with theirs. They can flesh them out and make yeah. them better as they go along. But that's a cool little teaser, like the cliffhanger. Hey, more coming. Yeah. No, I, I understand why they did it, and they hadn't done any post credits things to, for Man of Steel or Batman vs Superman. Uh, so mm-hmm. it, you know, I understand why they did it. It's just that when I was when I was watching it, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I, it didn't feel like it. You're like, added, I paid for this. <laughs> it just didn't feel like it added anything. You know, like it was like okay, um, so these two people, and we don't want to spoil it, I guess. Uh, these two people know each other's deal, and but then again, the guy says something interesting that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, <laughs> because he's looking for certain people, but then he says, my friends and I. And I'm like, what friends? Who, what? Who are you talking about? He's so, talking about the one friend he already met. Oh, oh well, yeah, but that's, that's one that, but that's one friend, though, not friends, plural. No, man. He's saying he and his super friends, get it, are going <laughs> to take care of stuff. Was super friends meant to be a pun? It was. It, it so was. Okay. Because you know, sadly, there's a generation that will not get that anymore. That has no idea. Yeah, you're right. Think about that. that. Crazy. That's that's awful. Are you talking about Teen Titans Go? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So I'm very curious. I'm very curious to see what this movie ends up doing in the long run. Um, I have high expectations that it will do well. I hope people don't. Just pay attention to the critics, because one of the things that really disturbed me, and we're running out of time on the show, I actually got six minutes left. Um, a friend of mine posted a review from, from IndieWire, and you know, and and it got a bunch of responses from people, because it, it was a negative review by David Ehrlich, who I don't really like either. Um, but it, it got a Who's bunch of... Like? Not very many people, honestly, and, certain, and fewer <laughs> critics. I don't like many people, and critics, there's even fewer of them that I like. Um, but but, uh, you know, and it, it was a negative review, and all the comments were people basically agreeing with them, even though none of them had seen the movie. And I was, and that's the thing that I think disturbs me. So when you get this story out there that people have started a petition against Rotten Tomatoes because of its influence, you know, its influence, mm-hmm. people, especially when it comes to these Warner Brothers movies, I actually, I, I kind of understood it, even though I don't agree with starting a petition to shut down Rotten Tomatoes because that's fucking stupid. Petitions um, online always work. Yeah, I know. They're 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 they're, uh, they're binding, of course. It's um, got a hundred percent success rate. <laughs> but 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 I understand when they say that it has this this uh, this influence on on people, and it's true. Uh, when when it comes to certain kinds of movies, not all movies, but certain kinds of movies, if there's a movie like there, if it's Captain America, people are going to go see it no matter what we say. But if there's a movie. That, that people have questions about, that, you know, like, I don't know if I'm going to go see this or not, I don't know. That's when our influence comes in. So when people are, people have, have doubts about Warner Brothers after two movies that have been so-so. So Suicide Squad comes out, and you get all these negative reviews, and people just go to Rotten Tomatoes, look at the score, and then that's it. And that's how they judge it. And, and that, to me, is, is really, really sad. That, because I, even growing up, I was never like that. You know, I would listen to a review from a critic or whatever, and then I would go see the movie and judge for myself. But people don't do that anymore. Glance at the score. They, they'll, they'll just go to Rotten Tomatoes, see the 31%, and decide they're going to go see something else. And that's, to me, that's, I, I don't know, I, I, that really distresses me. That I really, really 
hate it that people are like that, but I see too much evidence of that fact. And I, I worry that people are going to do that with Suicide Squad. They're going to go see it this weekend because they probably pre-ordered their tickets. And then that'll be it. That'll be the end of it. And it'll fall off the face of the earth the same way Batman vs. Superman did. <laughs> but you know, the one that, thing working in Suicide Squad's favor, Batman vs. Superman Margo had a Robbie's lot of people place. going. Oh, well, yeah, yes, yes, that that is like always. But this it's August, and August is a cinematic wasteland for anything that the summer blockbuster crowd really wants to see. There's no Expendables mm-hmm. four coming out, so they've got August pretty much to themselves, and they don't have a lot of competition. So they could probably just hold on, you know, born not holding on to the number one spot. I don't see that coming back, and that's pretty much the only thing that people would want to see. Star Trek had a really serious drop in second weekend. There's nothing coming after after this weekend. But I think you're, under, I think you're just, underestimating. I think you're underestimating the the potential strength of Peach Dragon next week, and I'm I'm being dead serious. I think no, Peach no, Dragon, only, but that that's not necessarily the kit, the um that the comic book movie blockbuster crowd. Yeah, but I think that'll sauce, be fine, but I mean, like Suicide Squad's in a girl. different group. Ugh. Well, I, I will definitely <laughs> be wrong on that one. Yeah, yeah, but again, those are know. those are two different kind of movies. Yeah, and I, I don't think know. Suicide Squad's the last great action movie, you know, for the summer. Yeah, so unless people go see Hell or High Water. Unless people go see Hell or High Water, which. People, you absolutely should go see Hell or High Water because it's it's amazing. Uh, but that doesn't come out until next week. Um, but yeah, uh, go see Suicide Squad this weekend and judge it for yourself. Go Don't just look weekend. at the front. If you, if you like it, go see it again. Go see it in IMAX because that's what I intend to do. Uh, Jeff, we only got 90 seconds left on the show. Jeff Lyles, tell everybody where they can find you real quick before we get out of here. Check out my stuff at lylesmoviefiles.com. Follow me on Twitter at lylesmoviefiles. And on Facebook, Lyles Movie Files has its own dedicated page. Thank you. All right. Did you uh, did you drop out of Daily DDT? I did. I, I was tired of writing just about WWE. It's like, fun. You can write about TNA. Thanks for coming on, man. I Always. appreciate you coming on, man. We'll, we will talk again soon. We'll probably talk some more about Warner Brothers and their DC movies, okay? All right, man. All right, man. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Anytime. All right. That was Jeff Lyles of Lyles Movie Files. We are running out of time here. It is time to get out of here. So I want to thank all of you for joining me on this week's show. Uh, this has been Cinema Royale. Watch out for my interview with Logan Lerman. It should be up tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, so watch out for that, okay? I will see you next week. Goodbye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.